My Family Thinks I'm Crazy, a podcast where I, your host, try to give you some tips on how you can explain all this weird, wild, crazy conspiracy stuff to the people you love most, because that's what I've been trying to do for the past 10 years with no success. I've been telling everybody that our government is shady, but every time I do, my family thinks I'm crazy. Like, oh, here we go, Mark. <laughs> Off again this with is your... Mark being Mark again. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's the thing about podcasts is when you're on the air, and it's like therapy, you know? If I can't talk to my family about this stuff, I'll talk to you, Matt, and all our listeners. You know, this entire whole podcast. Yeah. So who are we talking about today, Matt? In our rapidly declining society, health is becoming an economic privilege. With organic foods at a premium and a slew of big pharma happy pills sending people down a road of dependency and worse addiction. It seems we are being priced out of a pleasant existence and today's guest returns to discuss his solution to this growing problem. That's right, George Wiseman, inventor of the AquaCure, returns here on the My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast with me, Mystic Mark, to discuss the wonders of Brown's gas and his AquaCure device. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy this conversation with George Wiseman. Not only do you use athletic performance, uh, you in, you increase or, or decrease the time it takes to heal. You increase healing or decrease the time it takes to heal. So sprains and stuff like that. I sprained my shoulder one time. I knew it would take three weeks to heal because that's what my experience was. Three days, three days, and I had full use and strength in my shoulder again. Wow. Uh, and as far as being out in the in, in the woods, there was no better environment for growing up healthful than what I grew up in in the middle of the British Columbia. Like I could take carrots right out of the garden and, and take peas off the vine and, and eat, eat the food. There was no fertilizers or glyphosate or anything like that going in those things. But I still scarred. And if you have a scar anywhere on your body, you are hydrogen deficient. So even growing up in that environment, I was hydrogen deficient. Because once I started inhaling, all the scars started disappearing from my body. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are back again on the My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast, and I am very excited to have this returning champion, someone who has helped my life in an incredible way. He was so kind to send me my very own AquaCure, and I love it. It's an amazing device. I have some family that's utilized it, and 
I have some friends that have even gone out and bought their own aqua cures. And my buddy Rob, who listens to this show, I think he's been a smoker for maybe multiple three, four decades. And he uses the aqua cure every day, every night. He's still running, working like, you know, well, he works himself pretty hard, seven, six days a week sometimes. And the aqua cures helped him tremendously. You know, he's probably twice my age so he may have a better you know he he could he could notice the effects a little bit more than i do but i gotta tell you george i love the aqua cure and i'm really happy to have you back on the show to continue talking about it i know that several people in the audience bought one as well so shout out to everybody who listened to our previous interview and picked up an aqua cure awesome i'm so happy to be here again like it, this show is kind of a little special to me as well because I love the title so much. Thank you. <laughs> it's so appropriate. Yeah. Uh, and 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 we just kind of go from there. Yes, the testimonials have been coming in amazingly. I guess uh, as far as testimonials, Brown's Guest for Health, the very first one I got was in 1996, and that was the guy I think I told you I, I shared before that had a melanoma on his forehead. Yes. And he used one of my water torches, which was a, a large electrolyzer, Brown's gas electrolyzer, that made enough gas that you could actually fuel, replace acetylene in a regular cutting torch. And he used it to bubble water because he had, I, I guess at this point, I'm just kind of thinking back, uh, we had been doing a lot of agriculture and plant experiments around that time. So he bubbled water, but instead of feeding it to a plant, he soaked a cotton ball and put it on a melanoma on his forehead. And within a relatively short time, about three weeks, it had gone, it had fallen off and gone to just regular skin. And that experiment has been duplicated many times now, many. It's And 100% of the time, people are reporting that the melanomas have been mitigated just with the either the water bubbled with the Brown's gas or they cup it and put the Brown's gas directly on the skin. Uh, in, one, in one German experiment, they put a shower cap on this fellow who had a huge amount of cancer on one side of his head and then just put the gas up in there. And those pictures are actually on the aquacure.life website under the testimonials and studies and stuff. So anyway, people can actually see the pictures of how gross it looked and then how nice it looks three weeks later. Yeah. So that that's that was my first testimonial and I didn't believe the guy. Like I I knew Brown's gas to be a combustible mixture of hydrogen and oxygen gas. And I'd been using it for increasing the efficiency of internal combustion engines and even external combustion flames like coal-fired plants and stuff. And and also fueling torches for cutting steel and, and brazing and all, all these kind of things. So I, I didn't even consider it to be a health gas, for goodness sake. But I did, after that testimonial, send out an e-news to or a newsletter I think it was the newsletters in those days in 96. We were just kind of getting onto the internet kind of thing. So I still had my physical e-news. Anyway, I sent that out and people started reporting back because some people tried it and they started reporting back these health benefits of so many kinds I can't even remember at this particular time. As well as, of course, the plants thing. We have a, a page on our website, eagle-research.com that it has plants don't lie. So if you look up Eagle Research, plants don't lie, do a web search for that, you'll probably find that page. And, and there's a lot of information on there about agriculture and, and helping plants. Well, it turns out that the brown's gas can help any water-based life form. And there's some 
very interesting reasons for that, which I, I wouldn't mind sharing today. But uh, just making a note. All right. So then what happened was I didn't believe or really to take too much consideration of all the, the first testimonial or all the ones that were coming after that for nine years. I didn't drink the grounds gas bubbled water myself until 2005. <laughs> and at that point, I drank it just to, just to prove it was safe. And, and in two years, in 2007, I hadn't gotten sick anymore. And anybody who's gone through the last couple, three years of what's been going on in the world can appreciate not getting sick. So no colds or flus or anything. I I I thought, hey, this is this is pretty good. So I, at that point, I had a little mini Brown's gas machine. I called it ER50, where people could assemble it themselves from a kit or buy it assembled kind of thing. But it was con- conglomeration of PVC tubings and pipes and various things. It was very very efficient Brown's gas electrolyzer. But I'll, I'll get back to that in just a little bit. Anyway. I told people how they could bubble the water using this small machine, which they could buy for less than a thousand dollars and as a, or or build it out of the kit. And instead of the many thousands of dollars, a very large machine, which they didn't need that much gas anyway. So to do this health application. So from 2007 until December of 2015, people were asking me, can we inhale the gas? And of course I'm back at, I know this to be a combustible gas. I don't want anybody inhaling what I know to be a potentially explosive mixture into their lungs. So I was saying no all that time. I was, and by this time we're on the internet and emails and things are happening. And I, and I misinformed people. I, I am very, 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 very sorry about that. In December of 2015, a customer sent me a, a video of a Korean hydrogen bar, which was using Brown's gas, not just hydrogen, because over the lots of times things are called hydrogen when they're actually Brown's gas. And Brown's gas can do everything that pure hydrogen can do, plus. We'll get into that in a little bit. But so all this time I was misinforming people, and of course I wasn't inhaling myself either because I thought it could be a potentially explosive gas. But when I saw that video, I realized as a combustion expert, like I'm I'm <laughs> Oh man, I'm trained in internal combustion engines and and all the combustion theory, and I I have a, a blasting certification, and I I I know what fuels how fuels burn and and that kind of thing, and I had forgotten one basic tenet, is that you can be under what they call the lower explosion limit (LEL). Okay, so when I'm inhaling like I am right now, I'm inhaling Brown's gas. This isn't oxygen. I am 65 years old, but if you look at my YouTube channel and look at me. When I first inhaled Brown's gas in March of 2016, I videotaped myself and compare it with what I look like right now, you're going to see that I actually look younger now than I did then. So, and that's been, what, seven years now. Yeah. And I should say, George, for the listening audience, you're glowing here. I mean, I don't know if it's your lighting situation, but you're very radiant. I I think it it shows the, the health. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't be able to do what I do either. I get up at 3 o'clock in the morning, 3 a.m. every morning, no alarm clock. I just wake up, and I work until 5 p.m. because I, I sometimes I work till 8, but my wife insists, and I, and I love her for it, that she wants to spend time with me, having time in the evening. that we're, It's just us time. So then, so I work these, these long, long hours every day, even on the Easter weekend here. My, my wife 
didn't really appreciate my working more than half the day each day, but we, we manage and I do this because it's my passion to help as many people as possible. And that's, and so these testimonials that people are sending in help fuel that passion, but it's also Brown's gas. I can stay alert and, and productive all day long, helping hundreds of people every day. It's, it's pretty astonishing. So we get back to the video. At the time the video came in, in March of, of oh, sorry, in December of 2015, I was the 24-7 caretaker of my late wife. And she, so I didn't have any, I, my business had pretty much gone to nothing because for several years I couldn't, I couldn't do business. I had to be with her, carry her to the toilet. She had gone blind. She'd lost her hair. She couldn't even roll over in bed without assistance. So I was doing everything. And in March of 2016, she died and I just about followed her. I, and that was, a, that was a very difficult time for me. And a couple of weeks of sitting on the couch, just staring out into space, I, I looked over and I saw this ER-50 there that I had been bubbling water in to drink the Brown's Gas bubbled water. And I thought, you know what? I remember this, this video of, of inhalation. You know, you know what? I'm going to rig this up so that I can inhale Brown's Gas because quite frankly, I, I understand now, I understood back in December of 2015 what I was wrong. I, I just have to inhale the gas at a low enough mixture that the hydrogen in my intake breath is less than the lower explosion limit, which ends up being in between the 4 and 4.7%, depending on which scientific studies you look at, hydrogen in air. So I'm inhaling at a 2% mixture, which it turns out now thousands of scientific studies have shown that the 2% mixture is therapeutically efficacious. There's, there's, you, you saturate your blood in about 15 minutes, and after that, you actually exhale any excess gas. So there's no sense going with more gas. What really works better is a longer time, but we can get back to that. Okay, so I inhaled at that point because I, I wanted to prove it was safe, or if it wasn't safe, I was videotaping so that people could see my insanity and <laughs> if something went wrong okay so i i prove i prove things out on myself first everything i've ever done in all my life and all my inventing all my fuel savers all my torches and everything i build it for myself first make sure it works then i sell the plans or whatever the case may be to help other people do the same thing that i've done so i inhaled that was fine that first night i didn't sleep i was wide awake and, and alert all night so i took to inhaling early in the mornings and then I continued to inhale and all kinds of health things started to happen. I wasn't inhaling to get healthier. I thought I was healthy. I, I, I knew I was an old man and I, and I thought that the neuropathies that I had and the tinnitus and the scars and the heart murmur and, and, and a list of about 15 different things were normal, normal, healthy man. Turns out I was wrong. <laughs> and things started to happen. And, and now, even recently, seven years after, as I've been inhaling, I'm finding that the that moles and freckles that, that I've had all my life are falling off my skin. And my skin is becoming clearer and clearer even now. So it's quite astonishing, all these, these different things that have happened over the years. And like I say, it just continues to seem to get better. Okay, so I inhaled. And in, within a couple of months of inhaling, I decided okay, I've done it enough. I can recommend it to my customers. And I sent out an email and I sold many thousands of these ER50 kits to people who would, well, first of all, they'd already bought them and they started to inhale from them. And then other people bought them and they were inhaling and the testimonials really started to come in. 
Now, one of the things that happened was my libido came back. And I can tell you that that really helped my grief because you really, when I was grieving, I didn't care if I lived or died. I, I literally didn't care. I, sometimes I even forgot to breathe. It was so bad. And my chest would hurt really much. And I realized I hadn't even taken a breath. The anatomic breathing was even just, I, I, my body was trying to shut down. So, but when I started to inhale the Brown's gas, not only did all of that get mitigated, but my libido came back. And I, I can tell you that if you are wanting to have sex, you care if you live or die. <laughs> you want to live. <laughs> so I started dating again, and I've since been I've married a wonderful woman who then gave me a piece of advice. She said, that kit, that R50 that you're doing, which is assembly of PVC piping, looks like a plumbing experiment. No woman is going to want that in her room, in her in her house. So she said, you're going to have to make something nice. And so I, I spent quite a bit of time figuring out how to make a low-cost, highly practical, efficient electrolyzer, and thus the AquaCure was born. And we've gone from there to where we are now. Uh, during the first couple of years, we did quite a bit of improvements. During the last four years or so, it's pretty much been static machine. Some improvements in the manufacturing and, and design and, and things like that inside, but pretty much basically the same machine all the time as the one that you've got now. So all the, and, and there's going to be extra protocols that all the machines that we've ever built can, not the ER50, but the AquaCures can do as well. So we can talk about those perhaps if we have time. So the, and I'll just make a note. Okay. The, but what really got me was about three months after I had told people that they could inhale, a woman got back in touch with me who had lupus. And in three weeks time, her lupus symptoms were gone. And that's what we battled, my late wife and I, for 10 years. She, she battled lupus until it finally side effects killed her. And all of that time, and this is this is the key thing, this is what I call my Jonah story. Here I am, I'm, I, I realize in a flash of insight that Brown's gas was the one thing, of all the things that we tried, we tried all different kinds of things. I, we spent 300, over $300,000 trying to, because that's how much I was in debt at that point, it, we probably spent more, trying to get this woman healed. And, and we had so many things that we thought were worth a try and none of them worked. She just kept getting worse and worse, except CBD oil. CBD oil was helping her kidneys, in, incidentally enough. Okay. So back to the, here I am, I'm now laying on the floor, literally again, aghast at myself and frustrated. Can't even get off the floor thinking how badly I messed up. It's not the words I want to use. I want to use much stronger words, but I'm trying to make it, you know, child friendly here. <laughs> I really messed up because I didn't listen. I didn't believe all of the things that, that God had been telling me during all of this time, I, I, in 1996, I was shown that Brown's gas had therapeutic benefits, a major therapeutic benefits against cancer, for example, in that particular case. And all of these people, these testimonials, hundreds of testimonials that have come in for all different kinds of ailments over all these years, and I never thought to have her inhale the gas. Of course, I didn't inhale it myself, okay, just to give it a bit, but I, I didn't listen. I didn't. I didn't pay attention, and I lost this wonderful woman. So 
I just, I made it. I said, okay, God, I've, I, I now the Jonas bit up on the beach with the whale saying, okay, 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 I get it. I will help as many people as I can. I will dedicate my life to making sure that everyone else won't make the mistakes that I did and I can help people inhale the Brown's gas and get better. This thing that is, is definitely needed by the world <clears throat> can get better. And it, it isn't just that it's hydrogen either, because hydrogen is good. There's a lot of people out there selling hydrogen technology and experimenting with hydrogen for health, and it's good. There's no question about it. If that's all you do, at least do that. But it's, we're showing in experimentation that the Brown's gas has about a 30% more therapeutic value than just straight hydrogen because of something called electrically expanded water. It's interesting, the electrically expanded water. You're not the first person to, to bring this up, and I feel like, you know, maybe this is a different conversation altogether, but I feel like there's inherently something to the way our water is, you know, sent through these pipes and into our homes that just for, you know, I, I think for lack of a better term here, it, it could be upgraded quite a bit. I mean, my own father works for the Regional Water Authority, and I've asked him, a, you know, certain questions like, what do you think of the fluoride being put in the water? And he says, oh, well, they they have to put it in there, you know? And I'm like, oh, are you sure about that, that they have to put it in there? And I, I know maybe this is a long ways out, but I hope that one day someone with, you know, your skill set and your your drive gets into, you know, a realm like that, the public water and, and how yes. it's distributed. Because I think, you know, if we had pipes and, and pumps that worked off of this type of, you know, knowledge basis of the, you know, the actual, you know, ideas that are, I don't know, innovating health rather than, well, poisoning it, right? I mean, you don't have to look at Flint, Michigan. But I just wonder, you know, how different our society would be if we had these types of, you know, technologies in our water systems in the home. That's that's really good thinking. <clears throat> and we don't need to go there too much right at the moment, but fluoride, nah, uh, maybe, maybe <laughs> yeah. chlorine a little bit because of the bacteria or something. And incidentally, they put a lot of lye in the, in the water as well, which is healthful, believe it or not. Hmm because it mitigates the acidity of the water that's going in. So it helps prevent the rust and corrosion on the pipes, but it's actually been shown that the lie up to 20 parts per million, as far as I can see in the experiments that we've been doing is actually healthful for the body. So that that's one thing that could be put in even more instead of the chlorine to help mitigate the bacteria and, and that kind of thing. We, we can come back to that. I, I really, I, I'm really excited about this electrically expanded water, which we call EXW. These days, I, I was calling it EEW at first, but the when you pronounce it EU, <laughs> <laughs> it went too well with the Browns gas, you know, and and and, and people were thinking farts <laughs> or whatever. So in, in any case, which is somewhat appropriate because it turns out that if your farts don't stink, it's actually mostly hydrogen. Believe it or not, your wow. your uh, colon is making mostly hydrogen. And there are people whose farts don't stink. I'm I'm not one of them. That that's a sign. That's a sign of something's wrong, though, right? I I'm pretty no, sure. No, no. that's a sign of something's right. Oh, okay, good. So yes. if you don't have stinky farts, then your body's healthy. 
Yes. Oh, that's right. wow. I yes. got to tell my grandfather that. I think he thinks is the opposite way around. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening is the when you have complete digestion and you've broken the hydrogens off from the carbons of the hydrocarbon food that we're doing, the hydrogen itself has no smell. Right. And that can go directly in, from the colon into the bloodstream. And that's how we normally get our hydrogen mm. if we were on God's earth the way that we're supposed to be. But we've destroyed our microbiome. Mm. Right. And the bacteria that are supposed to, the good bacteria that are supposed to break off the hydrogens from the carbons are, have been decimated by glyphosate and and artificial sweeteners and and even things like antibiotics because the antibiotics kill the good bacteria along with the bad bacteria, right? So if you don't replace the good ones, then you're in trouble long-term. You, short-term, you took care of an infection, but long-term, you end up getting cancer or Parkinson's or or any any of these other diseases because you destroyed the microbiome that is giving you the hydrogen that you need for your body to be healthy. Okay, so the hydrogen has no smell, but if you, if you have incomplete digestion, then you get the methane, for example, which is a carbon surrounded by four hydrogens, and, and that does have a smell. <laughs> mm, okay, right. so the smelly stuff means your digestive system hasn't completed the process as much as it could, not complete breaking apart. So the electrically expanded water, I discovered back in 1996. And interestingly enough, it seems to be a pivot year for everything that happened with me and, and what's going on. And it turns out that when you when you have an electrolyzer, generally for a couple hundred years now, we've known that if you have a negative plate and a positive plate, on a negative plate, you make hydrogen. On the positive plate, you make oxygen. And the electrons go through the, the catalyst to go one to one side and the other, and that and that makes turns water into hydrogen and oxygen. If you have a membrane in the middle between the cathode and the anode, between the hydrogen and the oxygen, you're gonna end up with a with hydrogen and oxygen gases going out separate hoses. But you also mitigate something what's called a unbridge, which I actually didn't know about until 2019. So all these years we knew it was happening, we could see it happening. We could see another gas forming right out of the middle of the fluid in between the anode and cathode between the electrodes another form of gas it wasn't hydrogen it wasn't oxygen another line of gas forming right out of the fluid and that's what i ended up calling the electrically expanded water because it's water that as the electrons go across this electron bridge it's stuffing electrons into the water and the water soaks up the electrons like a sponge soaks up water until the water becomes a gaseous form that is not water vapor or steam. It's called a negatively charged plasma. Negatively because it's electrons and electrons are negative and it's soaked up these electrons. So it's a cold plasma negatively charged. And that is the electrically expanded water. And it turns out that these, this form of water, these electrons are immediately bioavailable. So in addition to the hydrogen that you're getting into your body, you're, this electrically expanded water is providing energy direct energy. People who are ill have usually used their energy reserves up and have energy, their energy generation systems have become compromised. So they just don't have enough energy to heal. And in order to heal, you need three things. You need the components or the nutrition, you need the energy, and you need intelligence. Your body has the intelligence. So that's not a problem. All your cells know what they're supposed to do, given the nutrition and the energy. So then Hydrogen is a building block, like a brick, doesn't do anything. It doesn't kill anything. It doesn't do anything. 
until it's put in place by energy and intelligence. So you need that energy. And that's why the electrically expanded water is turning out to be about 30% more therapeutically efficacious than the straight hydrogen. Now, we've, we're discovering a whole bunch of interesting things. And one of the most recent things about it, we, I, people probably, a lot of your audience probably knows Professor Gerald Pollack, who has discovered something called easy, what was called easy water, which is actually exclusion zone gel. And that chemical formulation is H3O2 negative. So it isn't water, H2O. It actually isn't water. It's a gel between a solid and a, and a liquid. But it's when water for contacts a hydrophilic or what's called water-loving surface, a portion of it turns into this gel, this, this easy zone, exclusion zone gel. This is very, very, very important. Professor Pollock should be getting a Nobel Prize for what I'm going to tell you next. So what happens is inside your body, you are almost entirely hydrophilic. In other words, water-loving. So all of your red blood cells get this gel formed around it. All of your arteries, veins, and capillaries get this red blood this gel formed inside them. And therefore, they become very slippery and same polarity charge systems. So it's all negative charge. So when your red blood cell gets to your capillary, it, it, the capillaries are actually half the size of a red blood cell. So red blood cell has to squeeze down into something that looks like a sausage in order to slide through. And it isn't going to slide through unless there's something really slippery that's preventing the friction. Okay. Well, it turns out that if you have a capillary or a capillary, sure way you're going to say it, and, and you have this exclusion zone thing happening, it spontaneously starts to flow fluid with no other energy input. This is absolutely vital. It solves three or four major medical mysteries. For example, everybody, anyone who knows fluid dynamics knows that fluid will always take the path of least resistance. So how is it that the blood from the heart gets all the way out to the tippy top of my head and the tippy end of my fingers to the tippy of my toes all equally? How is it that when the heart pumps, it, it, it distributes all the oxygen that you're in breathing and everything equally everywhere? Because with fluid dynamics, it shouldn't. It should just take the path of least resistance back to the, to the heart. The second thing is the heart doesn't produce enough pressure to push the blood through all of these hundreds of thousands of miles of capillaries that are in our bodies. Just, it can't do it. So the second medical mystery. Well, it turns out, if the capillaries spontaneously flow, all that has to happen is the heart has to get the blood to the capillaries and they will flow it through and then it, the heart brings it back in the veins. So all of this system happens because of the electrically expanded water. So that's really important. And here's where Brown's gas comes in. We did a series of experiments recently at the University of Washington and we discovered that if you put hydrogen in water, the easy zone does not increase. You put oxygen in the water, doesn't increase. Nitrogen in the water, doesn't increase. Brown's gas in the water, the easy zone at least doubles and can go as much as 100 times thicker. Than, and it's the only thing that does it. And it's because of this electrically expanded water in, in the Brown's gas. So the hydrogen in the Brown's gas really doesn't do much. The oxygen in the Brown's gas really doesn't do much. It's the electrically expanded water that does that. And we can show in other experiments where they're measuring ORP or oxygen reduction potential, 
how we're putting charges into the water and, and that kind of thing. So the Brown's gas is more therapeutically efficacious and we can, and we're starting to show in various ways, including regular experiments, like they did some experiments with zebrafish in Germany, showing that wounds healed 30% faster with the Brown's gas in the water than if they, if they, if they didn't have, if they just had hydrogen in the water, things like that. So the, the Brown's gas is the leading edge of the hydrogen for health and I'm doing my very best to get it out there into as many homes as possible. Mm. And it, and we're, we're doing, man, I can, I can't even really explain how much work that is, but I, it comes back to the testimonials. Did you have a couple of testimonials you wanted to share? Yeah, I, I did at the beginning. I mean, all off the top of my head, I don't have them written down. But you did mention there's a difference between hydrogen and Brown's gas. And I'd like to, to get into that. And maybe before you explain that, would it be possible that something like expanded water or this gel could be created in nature, in a natural scenario, maybe during a lightning storm or out of a you know mountain spring. I mean, I'm just trying to use my imagination here, but are there situations where you, you find this sort of water naturally occurring? Everywhere that there is life. There are people, <clears throat> this explains how roots of trees and all different kinds of plants, but we have a redwood tree that's 300 feet high. How does the water get from the roots all the way up to the leaves in the top of the tree? It's this capillary action. It just simply sucks it from the ground and just goes right up. And yes, there's trans... trans uh, I'm, I'm not sure why my mouth isn't saying it right now. Where the where the water is evaporating out of the leaves, because it doesn't get pumped back down, there isn't a heart. But the, the there are reverse flows in plants and things like that, because you have to feed the roots, right? So the, you have these flows that are going in the various direction that are all this capillary action, which has to do with the elect, with the electrically expanded water, the EZ gel, if you will. The electrically expanded water can be formed in various formations of rocks, for example. So they have healing springs that, that have hydrogen, and they're finding out that it isn't just the hydrogen in the water that's making it so healthful. Hydrogen and water does make water healthful, but they're finding this, this, this extra charged water as well, okay? So they expanded water. And there are ways that it can happen in raindrops and, and things like that. So, But generally speaking, it, it mostly happens when it comes up against a hydrophilic surface. So you, you pretty much have to have some sort of a water-loving surface for it to form a lot, if you will. But there isn't a place in nature where there's a spring that I know of that you could go and just drink this fountain of youth, maybe Hans Dillon was searching for. Mm, well, we got to put you in touch with our buddy down in Florida. He thinks he's tracked down the fountain of youth. But, but yeah, I asked that because it seems like our bodies are essentially doing this work for us. And because of the depletion of our environment, the depletion of macronutrients from our, our food, now that necessitates an AquaCure device. Is it is that too far-fetched to say, or do you oh, think... Oh, no, that's, that's actually right on mark. I, I eat a lot less food now than I did, less than half of the amount of food in volume than I did. And I still have a few pounds that I'm <clears throat> working on. 
So, and as far as it goes, you essentially have, you're making your own fountain of youth right in your own home. Right. But you can see I'm, I'm aging in reverse. I, it's, it's pretty, <laughs> pretty incredible. Right. And I'm able to do a lot of things like I'm playing with my great grandkids. Oh, sorry, my grandkids. I want to be able to play with my great grandkids just as hard as I'm playing with my grandkids now. Mm, right. And, and I think I will be able to. They're doing mouse studies that are showing the minimum at a 2% hydrogen or Brown's gas input like we're doing now, 30% life extension. Most of them are in the 50% life extension, okay? And and there was one particular study that was over 50% and and the study ended and they, and they euthanized the rats. We have no idea how long these rats would have lasted, but they weren't dying. Wow. So the, this is quite incredible at, at what can happen for extending longevity, youthful, healthful longevity. Yeah. And I can testament, I, I don't know of very many people in North America that have inhaled the Browns gas longer than I have, which is a, almost exactly seven years now. And so I've got good results, but everybody else that's following, the, the thousands and thousands of people that are following are having essentially the same experience that I do. And we offer <clears throat> a lifetime warranty on our machines. So that cut that covers the shipping, the labor, and the parts. So if anything goes wrong with them, that's a manufacturing error, we fix it, and we we're very firm on that. Mm. And then we also have a one-year satisfaction guarantee. So you can try it yourself, and if you don't like it, you can send it back and get your your purchase price back, 100% of your purchase price back. Right. And since only about one in a thousand people do that, I'm thinking we're doing pretty good. I, yeah, I think that's great. And of course, folks listening on this end, please use that promo code MFTIC and save it 20% off at checkout. That will save you quite a bit. And yeah, it's quite an incredible device. I'm excited to share it more with, with my family, especially now that the weather's getting a little warmer. I wonder though, you know, it's got handles on it. It is, it's, you know, not unmanageable. It's actually more portable than you might expect. But given the, the specs of the technology, do you ever envision a scaled down version of the AquaCure, something that maybe an elderly person can have like right on their hip? you know, wear it on their hip and, and have the, the gas flowing up to their nose? Or do you think just inherently because of the way this works, you're going to need it to be quite large because it has to have, you know, however much amount of water in it at all times? I mean, have you have you gone down that road with scaling it down? That is a really good question. And, and, and there are probably, and there are smaller hydrogen, like they have hydrogen bottles, and some of them even have a cannula attachment on them, but they make very little gas. Now, in a sealed bottle, over a period of time, you can actually put enough gas in, like say 10 or 15 minutes, to fully saturate the water with with the hydrogen. Not Brown's gas in this case, we're just talking hydrogen. But the in the process of doing that, that, that amount of time it takes, you're, you're not making very much gas. So the first problem is having a machine that's small, but still can make it quite a bit of gas. And that pretty much just can't happen just because of the physics of the electrolysis. The other thing is the Brown's gas has not a solid electrolyte, like a, a lot of these hydrogen bottles do, but a, a liquid, like a, a solution. And it's a lye solution, which isn't 
particularly dangerous, but you don't want to inhale it. <laughs> so you don't want to have the bottle accidentally tip over and have lye solution coming up your nose. So the, and of course, it's nice to have the, the gas bubble through water to mitigate any mm. particular mist or anything that would happen to be coming out of the machine. So there's, and, and then the AquaCure is specifically designed. I spent at least $100,000 learning and, and, uh, and getting it designed in this particular way that it can pass all worldwide industrial safety standards. Okay. So the, and to do that, I had to have a metal shell and what's called a drip tray and a, and a firewall inside and, and certain, a lot of different specifications having to do with the wiring and such that just simply, by the time you fulfill all of these conditions, you pretty much can't have a smaller machine than the AquaCure is right now. Mm, wow. Well, that's nice to know that you, you took, you know, a lot of thought and put a lot of work into making it as compact as possible, because like I said, it, you know, it's very portable. You can put it in your car and if you're going on a road trip, I mean, I don't know if you would recommend that, but, but yeah, you could at least, you know, travel with it. Maybe not Not while it's on. I recommend it just to interrupt you, but it's a nice story. I just traveled to Maine and from where I am in Buffalo, that's a 13 hour drive. Yeah. And I, although I was trying to cut it shorter and I did get a speeding ticket. (laughs) (sighs) All right. So I slowed down. You're a good, good citizen. And anyway, what I did is I I have an inverter in my truck and I put the Brown's gas machine, the AquaCure in the back seat, strapped it in with the seat, middle seat belt. And I inhaled Brown's gas all the way there. My 13 hour drive, almost nonstop. And all the, all the way back, 13-hour wow. drive, almost nonstop. And there's quite a few truckers out there that are doing it too. It keeps you alert. I didn't need any coffee or anything like that. And for some reason, it allows the time to pass without being bored. Like you stay alert, but you're looking at your surroundings, you're, you're thinking, you're, you're able to. And even now when I'm at the computer and I'm spending hours answering emails or writing documents or working, researching on the web or the kind of things I'm doing, I don't get bored. I don't get sleepy. I don't get despondent. I, I, I'm a awake, alert, functional the whole, the whole way. And, and of course, then it was like that with when I'm driving. So yes, you can, as long as you make sure it's not going to tip over or when the, I did, I did have to have the drinking water jar a little bit lower than the line, about a half an inch than I would normally recommend because when you're going around corners, you don't want the water sloshing and having water come up your nose, which pickles. <laughs> I'd have to take, I, I had it happen. Okay. So, so I'd have to take the cannulas off and slap them on my leg to, to knock the water out of them mm, and put right. them back on. And away I go, right. I happened to be having my cannulas on when the police stopped me for the speeding ticket. I was wondering <laughs> what he would say about it, but he didn't say a thing. Huh. I thought I had the oxygen, I guess. Yeah. And they, they ended up giving me a bly in the, in the long run. And I didn't have to pay the ticket. Well, uh, that. Maybe because I look like an old man with oxygen. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> well, that's really fascinating. The point as well about you sort of zoning into driving. I talk about that quite a lot. When I was a delivery driver, I would listen to podcasts and, and really it felt hypnotizing. Um, I forget where I was listening to this, but they were discussing driving and how people actually go into a state of hypnosis while driving. And you can sort of, I guess, 
implant or supplant ideas into your subconscious during that time. So who knows, folks, go for a long drive, listen to a couple interviews here on the My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast. Who knows? But that's what happened to me. I wonder if 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 the act of inhaling the Brown's gas can induce that as well. Do you, you, cause you said you sitting at your desk, you notice a similar feeling and how the time kind of flies by. Yes. I, I certainly am able to learn really well. In fact, I have Aquacures set up at workstations where the people are assembling the Brown's gas, or the Aquacures <laughs> because it makes them more productive. Mm. Can you imagine students in school? I remember when I was in school, I'd get so tired and so, and, and kind of zone out <clears throat> Can you imagine the students being able to stay alert and awake during the times that the teachers or professors are, are teaching? It's, it's incredible, the, the various things that, that can be done, just, just that application alone. Just staying alert, not only increasing your health of your body in so many ways, but even just that. Now, let's, let's imagine, let's say, a very high-tech scenario. You're in some sort of, you know, million-dollar hotel room, and there's a on on the temperature control on the wall it says brown's gas do you think you'd ever envision you know maybe like an atmospheric type of application to this brown's gas maybe in a contained space do you think that would be viable at all you know people having you know brown's gas running through their their home or 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 room of their house that is possible it wow. is actually possible one of the side effects that we've discovered with the brown's gas is that it sets off carbon dioxide or monoxide detectors mm. early. Turns out that carbon monoxide detectors use a tiny little electrolyzer, teeny, teeny little electrolyzer in them, and they measure this amount of hydrogen, or they use this amount of hydrogen to measure the amount of carbon monoxide in the air, reacts with the hydrogen and, and makes a voltage. Well, it turns out that if you have some hydrogen in the air, it, it skews the reading of these <clears throat> carbon monoxide detectors like 100 or even 1,000 times. So they even even people just breathing in a room is enough to make enough carbon monoxide then that the detector screams and says, oh, we're in trouble. <laughs> but it's, there's actually no trouble. And a lot of fire departments are now discovering, especially since hydrogen for health is becoming mainstream, they're, they're learning that they have to, when they come in at a, into a carbon monoxide situation, that the people have been called, the fire department's been called because the carbon monoxide detector went off. They have to check to see if there's a hydrogen machine in the house because quite often that's what it was. And and they're discovering that. Okay, getting back to the actual question. Imagine those mice that were in the terrarium getting their life extension thing happening. They didn't have little cannulas on their noses. Yeah. They 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 actually enclosed the terrain ter, terrain terrarium and they fed the hydrogen gas, browns gas, into that environment and they monitored it. This is very, very important if you're doing that. You have to monitor it to make sure that the hydrogen level in the air doesn't exceed 2%. As long as it's under 2%, it's non-explosive, everything's fine, healthful air, where you go. But if it gets over 4.7%, then it's a potentially explosive mixture, and you can get a movie theater-style explosion where your walls blow out and, and parts of you go into your neighbor's house. Right? Let's let's not do that. Right. Okay. Right. So, yes, it is possible, not with the AquaCure. The AquaCure doesn't make enough gas to ever make enough hydrogen in a room to even be healthful. The, the percentage of hydrogen was, would be too teeny. It is enough for a detector to measure, though, that, that it exists in the, in the air. 
So the so the answer to your question is yes. I could see a high tech place because they would have multiple sensors to make sure that only enough hydrogen was being put into the air for this. And you could have large Brown's gas electrolyzers like my water torches, for example, that would make the Brown's gas that could go out and and everything in that in that environment would probably do really well. Yeah. Wow. For a moment there, I thought you were going to say that uh, be careful because the rats and the mice in your in your house will also get the benefit of the hydrogen gas. And yeah, who knows? We don't want to like superpower rats going or running around New York City. You already got a bunch of, of weird stuff. You said you're in Buffalo, right? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Wonderful. I didn't know that. I, I think you were either in Montana last time we talked or I just thought you were in Montana because that's where you're from, but wow, right now I was born in Montana, Missoula, Montana. Okay. Now and you're... My dad worked for the Bureau of Land Management. I, I was actually born when he was going to college there in the University of Montana mm. for forestry. Then he worked in the Bureau of Land Management uh, most of his working life. And so we moved to places like uh, Oregon and Alaska. So I, I lived pretty much all over the Northwest. It was funny, it's a desert in Oregon because it was the center, center of Oregon that we lived. Although we traveled all over, my dad used to take us boys out when he'd go out on the range, examining things for the forestry, for the Bureau of Land Management, Forestry Division. And so we got a lot of experiences out there. And he, he took us out onto the Aleutian chains in Alaska and up to Juneau and things like that. When it just took, took take your kids to work. <laughs> That's amazing. So we got it. I got a lot of experiences in those kind of things, but I did. Actually, most of my growing up in central British Columbia, Canada. Oh, wow. So because my, my dad, all the time he was working in, in this, he was buying a ranch in the, in, and that's where we'd spend our summers in the, in the middle of the bush in Canada. Mm. And there we had no running water. No, we didn't even have radio. We were too far out. There was no electricity, no plumbing, no anything. We lived like it was the 1800s, mid 1800s. <laughs> right, right. We didn't even have gas fired lamps or anything. We just... Everything was very, very primitive. Well, and uh, uh, sorry, we did have. I what I meant was didn't have gas, street lamps with water gas in them like they did in the cities mm. back in those days. We did have Coleman lanterns and and things like that, like oil fired lamps. Mm. Right. Well, and, and I imagine you know the impetus for this sort of device might not be as strong if you live in a rural area. You're probably getting some you know, healthy atmosphere, some healthy oxygen and whatnot in your atmosphere. But if you're living in New York City or Chicago or L.A. or, I mean, God forbid you live in somewhere like Beijing or, I, you know, I've never been to any of these cities in other continents, but I'm sure if you're living in one of those cities, you should really think about getting an aquacure and, and mitigate the pollution that you're, you know, exposing yourself to, right? I think that's something that, because you, you kind of got my mind going when we mentioned, I guess, firefighters. I don't know. I've already forgotten why. But I, I wonder if firefighters could use these sort of aquacures to mitigate the smoke inhalation that they probably go through, you know, during the job, you know, going into burning buildings can't be great for your lungs. I wonder, you know, these firehouses ought to have aqua cures sitting in there so folks can, you know, reboost before they go out on a, on a call. I, I think that it would be excellent idea to have places like police stations and fire stations and anybody who, who needs to do a lot of physical work, but also <laughs> sports. 
Mm, right. Like you can take your hockey teams, your football teams, your baseball teams, and and uh, not only do you increase athletic performance, uh, you inc- you increase or or decrease the time it takes to heal. You increase healing or decrease the time it takes to heal. So sprains and stuff like that. I sprained my shoulder one time. I knew it would take three weeks to heal because that's what my experience was. Three days, three days, and I had full use and strength in my shoulder again. Wow. Uh, and as far as being out in the uh, in, in the woods, there was no better environment for growing up healthful than what I grew up in in the middle of British Columbia. Right. And my mom had a half acre size garden to feed this brood of seven kids that she had. And so with nine of us and, and all of these kind of things that were going on, like I could take carrots right out of the garden and, and take peas off the vine and, and eat, eat the food. There was no fertilizers or glyphosate or anything like that going in those things, but I still scarred. And if you have a scar anywhere on your body, you are hydrogen deficient. So even growing up in that environment, I was hydrogen deficient because once I started inhaling, all the scars started disappearing from my body. And interestingly enough, I don't know why this is, but the younger scars disappeared first and the oldest scars that I got as as much as I was a baby, I had one particular scar that was a baby, were the last to go. So it was eight, it was in reverse, all this healing from the scars. But I didn't, but I had scars because my body's regeneration system wasn't entirely turned on. <clears throat> And what was happening is my body would patch a wound with a with fibrous tissue, a scar, instead of actually doing the stem cells and healing the wound, actually making fresh skin and nerves and all the kinds of things that it takes to make skin. So I, I had all these patches on my body, we called scars. And once my body st- regeneration system kicked back into gear, because it had enough hydrogen, then I was able to uh, get my body got rid of all these scars, including internal, external, all those kind of things. So there's a lot of people who have a lot of scarring on and in their body. And when they start inhaling the Brown's gas, that will start to mitigate once their regeneration systems, their stem cell systems come back online. Yeah. And that's essentially a very quick way of explaining it is your body knows how to stay alive. Right. And being out in the bush, one of the things I learned about hypothermia is that if you start to freeze to death, your body will shut off blood flow to your extremities to preserve core temperature. Mm-hmm. This is just an anatomic response that your body does. Same thing with hydrogen. If you're nut- if you're nutritionally deficient in any particular thing, your body will shut off things that aren't immediately life-threatening, like your regeneration system, to preserve the hydrogen that you have for the core things that it needs, like your brain and heart and such. So then you get back to, if you still don't have enough hydrogen, your body then starts shutting off your immune systems. So then you get all of these colds and flus and autoimmune diseases and all that kind of stuff. So when you, st- and then if you still don't have enough hydrogen, your organs start to fail and you die. So if you start your hydrogen supplementation, your organs start to heal, and then your immune systems turn back on, and then your regeneration system turns back on. So if you want to have health, you really do need to supplement with hydrogen these days. And I don't care which one you get. I think I have the best. I think I have the best customer service. I think that that we're doing the best job we can. But whoever you buy from, I think everyone should be having at least hydrogen supplementation these days. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it really feels like, you know, it's something that 
we're all missing. And, uh, you know, I was going to ask for athletes, this isn't some kind of performance enhancing drug. Like they, you know, if they're, you know, a competitive athlete, a serious athlete, and they're using Brown's gas, they're not going to, it's not going to show up on some kind of test, but I guarantee it's going to give them that edge over their opponents, even over their teammates. You know, I'm sure their teammates will be impressed and say, Hey, how, the, how have you been doing this? You know, I, I think it it makes sense to have you know aqua cures in the dugout you know have aqua cures on the bench right and yeah wow that's incredible I'm a martial artist myself and and yeah I'm thinking the potential here I mean when it comes to you know shifting focus a little bit if I were to take the aqua cure around to martial arts gyms and say hey give it a try. You know, I, I represent AquaCure, you know, I'll give you my discount code or, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's a more official way to do it, but are you, are you working with people in that capacity who go and kind of, you know, do the, the work of a salesman in that respect? Because I could see myself doing that. I think we talked about that the last time you were on the show and I should just, you know, walk the walk instead of talking the talk. But yeah, that's exciting, you know, going around and sharing this with people. Yeah, that's, we're, we're trying various things to increase our production capability, which is actually the thing that is slowing us down on that particular kind of a thing. We are developing rental programs, for example, or I, and don't don't take it as we got it. This is something that we're examining. So we're trying to make it so that people can uh, make businesses with this, doing exactly the kind of thing that you're talking about, going around to hairdressers and chiropractors and and weightlifters, go to the gym. Because when, when you start lifting weights, they say, no pain, no gain. Wrong. When you've got the Browns gas, you actually get the gain with no pain. Right. The lactic acid and stuff like that, your body gets it, it gets rid of it efficiently without having it build up in your body and, and giving all the, all the pain signals that you were getting before. Mm. So you can actually increase your performance and get your muscles without the pain anymore using the Brown's gas. But, but like I said, even hairdressers, anybody who's stationary <laughs> for a period of time can can be inhaling the Brown's gas and helping their customers with all of these these kind of things. It's amazing. Yeah, I think that when it comes to working out and fitness in general, you just pointed out something that really is worth focusing on. No pain, no gain. I think people have this very counterintuitive idea about progress and, and how to build their body. Yeah, there's a certain amount of like, you know, muscle that gets broken down and rebuilt, but we think of it in terms of like, you know, when we think of it in terms of pain, I think that associates it with something that's unnecessary. You know, what, what that pain, it's not coming from the workout. It's coming from the lack of resources in our micro environment. You know, our body is sending those pain signals to us, probably saying, hey, you need to eat more. You need to get more nutrition if you're going to be exerting yourself this much, right? I, I definitely can see how you know, the, the pursuit of health strays off the path a little bit in, in some of those cases, especially when you get into the more extremes, you know, with these workout, these bodybuilders who are taking, you know, who knows what to, to make up for that pain or that, you know, exertion when it, you know, little do they know they could be using Brown's gas and, and affording themselves a more natural 
you know, payload to, to back up those workloads they're putting themselves through. With zero side effects, right. zero drugs. Like right. you don't even need coffee to stay alert. Right. Okay? Now, people love their coffee, okay? I'm not saying <laughs> not to drink coffee. But, and then, and then we get into the, the four protocols that people can use, which are the drinking of the wa hydrogen water, putting the hydrogen water on your skin, inhaling the, the gas or putting the gas on your skin. And then I wanted to quickly say, we've got protocols five and six that once I get this reorganization that we're doing right now done, I'll get back to that where you can actually put the, make what's called deuterium depleted water with your AquaCure and also something called new water and new water is absolutely amazing. That is literally Philosopher's Stone level stuff. Everything that you hear about that goes with the Philosopher's Stone goes with this new water. Life life extension, healing, all kinds of things. Personally, I'm almost thinking that it's new water that Jesus used to turn the water into wine. Kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> that transmutation really does happen with the new water. What? Tell us about this. What? What's the difference between new water and and... And what we've been discussing, is this something entirely different or is that just another term for EXW? No, the EXW is completely different than the new water. The new water is formed when you burn the Brown's gas, which is hydrogen and oxygen. And then the, the exhaust of that is water. Right. Because you're combining the hydrogen oxygen gases back into the H2O water molecule. But that water molecule has its memory erased, or, or rather it never had a memory because it's new water. It's new. So... All of a sudden, this new water can do things that old water can't. Old mm. water has been around for, who knows, thousands or billions of years, depending on what your your life, how you view how things go. But it's packed with memories, all kinds of memories. Water accepts all kinds of frequencies and, and energies, and, and it all gets recorded. And all of this becomes information that your body can understand when you drink the water. It, there's experiments that have to do with that. Yeah, it's almost like the water on the surface of the planet is like a great big memory for a brain of the of the planet being alive. If you if you look at it that way, I mean, all it this would... water is just there and absorbing the life energies and and all the things that are going on. New water has none of that. New water. So if you look for memory of water, if you research memory of water, yeah, you'll start to see all the different kinds of water memories and things that they do. They actually have shown. Like Luc Montier was a virologist that transmitted the DNA signal from one location through telephone lines to another location, played it on a water sample, and had DNA form in the water. Okay, <laughs> from the first place. Wow. So it, this the information that water can form, and then the transmutation that happens. It's been duplicated all over the world. You can make virtually any mineral, including gold and silver, from water. Right. The kinds of things that are, that are happening. You can make medicines. You can make food. This you is can... something that I maybe we discussed it, or, or maybe I had another guest on to discuss this, but we were talking about gold and how gold is formed in certain springs, certain rivers, and how the water itself is carrying the memory of that mineral Maybe there's more of that mineral at its source, and that's where it got that memory. And as it moves through the ground and comes up out of onto the surface, trickling down the 
the stream there, it gets hit by the sun, and the sun, whatever goes on between the sun and the water, creates these little nuggets of gold. And people are like, "How? How are all these gold nuggets just coming out of nowhere? You know, they're just—they must be down at the bottom of the." No, that's not what's happening. It's not at the source of the water. The water is creating the gold as it's flowing, you know, over this environment. So. Yeah, that's fascinating to think about that in that context and and how information is stored. It, it, it makes sense, you know, we're 70 something percent water, the planet's 70 something percent water, you know, why why wouldn't we all be, you know, kind of I guess backed on that same conscious that uh, aqua conscious network. Exactly. And the universe is almost 70% hydrogen. Wow. So it's a, it's the smallest most prevalent molecule. Or, or atom, I should say. But in this case, also with the stream thing, I absolutely concur. There are placer streams that make gold, and I, I literally say make gold every year. There is no mother load that it's coming from. The gold seems to be spontaneously formed in, in the streams. I, I concur with that. I, I've, I've seen it happening. I, w- I was a prospector one one phase of my life. So the before I came, became an inventor, because prospecting was... Hard work. I might as well be back on the branch. <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> I heard so, you. Uh, so absolutely. And what happened with the sunlight thing we're talking about is a spontaneous accidental experiment which was done in a brain fresh by Joseph Bender and Norman Wooten, brain fresh company somewhere in the States. I'm going to say Texas. Many years ago, they were making new water by condensing the water from a torch, a Brown's gas electrolyzer. And and con- that condensed water, the new water, they were putting in a plastic jug, which they then set on a shelf in the sunlight next to a plastic jug that had 50 different minerals in it. It was a mineral solution back in the day. Maybe you can still do it. You just put a little ounce in a, in a shot glass and you drink it, and that's how you supposedly get extra minerals, vitamin minerals kind of thing. Anyway, the solution was sitting on a shelf. The sunlight was shining through it, shining it onto this other water bottle, and the water that was in there, which was pure H2O, nothing else in this water, started to form a sediment. And that sediment, they took 10 ounces of that sediment out of there and tested it and found every one of those 50 minerals in that water. It was one of the accidental transmutation experiments that were done. Yeah. Wow, that's fascinating. Now, We don't have to get into a conversation about space necessarily, but we can all agree that from time to time, things come from out of the atmosphere and land here. Comets are supposedly frozen water from other places, you know, maybe out in the distant solar system or another solar system. But that's fascinating to think, you know, what kind of alien memories would be stored in a comet that then plunges into our atmosphere and you know we we have such a a diverse planet i wonder if if maybe that's you know how life spreads around the universe it's not that like a physical organism you know a tadpole gets frozen in the comet and then rockets through space maybe the the holographic signature of this life form gets carried through the water and then spontaneously generates when it meets the proper environment to facilitate that i have no idea (laughs) but it's fun to think about these yeah where did we come from but i have figured out in my decades that we're here to learn right we're here to develop and we're here to help people 
like if you're not helping people, you're really not being very much help to the life on the planet. Mm. It's it. You gotta you gotta pick up your garbage. It, it, please up after yourself. You gotta do things around that make things better than they were bef- before you got there. Right. That's kind of what our purpose in life is, it, to be of service. And uh, and if you're just all, all in it for yourself, and a lot of people are, okay, that's where you're at. But if you're you're evolving as a soul, it's my belief that you're learning to be of service. And then when you shed this life, this this organic robot, and your spirit goes off to the next thing, that's what you take with you. You take with you what you've learned. Otherwise, you just kind of go to a different level of who knows what. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I, I have that same understanding. I won't even call it a belief because I, I do I do have faith in that and yeah yeah it's it's fascinating especially when you consider you know how our environment's been depleted it makes you wonder if there's some sort of knowledge on the part of the the i don't know people who design this system that we live in you know whether intentionally or otherwise how it's led to this it it must be the the result of people thinking for themselves for the, you know, acting for themselves rather than in the, in the service of others. I think that's how we end up in this situation. So to reverse that would mean doing the opposite of selfishness and, and practice selflessness. I commend you for that. I think you're doing a, an amazing job at that, especially, you know, as an inventor, you're sort of taking ideas that are floating around in that, you know, ethereal intangible place and bring them into tangibility that's something that i mean in in a couple centuries ago would be considered an act of god you know i mean literally so yeah wow yeah i i I find it interesting that you use that 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 way of explaining it because i i actually feel that that's kind of the way it is there's so many inventions and ideas that are literally circling my head, like you see these Walt Disney movies where they have the little birds floating around the people's head. <laughs> it's mm. almost like that's what's happening. And I want to get back to my inventing. And luckily, we're, we're finding some competent people to take over the business side of our all this Aquacure kind of thing. Mm. And we're able to, I, I, I'll be able to get back into my workshop maybe within two or three months time. And And some of these ideas then will be able to flow into me and out my fingertips. Because that's kind of the way that I see it, mm. and and you're absolutely right. I, up until now, I've discovered that patenting is a bad idea. Now it turns out there are some things that are worth patenting, but for the most part, in the technologies I work with, patenting is hasn't been a good idea. And I have a, a page on my website with 12 different reasons why I don't patent. Instead, what I do is I I teach people, to the best of my ability, I teach people to do what I do. And that gets the knowledge out there in a way that helps all of civilization more than patenting. Because one of the things that we have to do is stop going in this pyramid where everything goes and focuses at the top. And then one something controls all everything right to the base. We have to turn it upside down, whereas we go with diversification instead of single single use, like one, one power plant feeding an entire city or a pro- county or, or a state. Instead, we have every little home having its own power plant. 
And then if there's a tornado come through and rip up power lines or whatever the case may be, in fact, you don't even really need power lines anymore, except it's nice if you're making some power and have excess, you can share it with your neighbors or whatever the case may be. There'll be places like apartment buildings where people can't have their own power and they'll have to buy it from someone. But as much as possible, diversify the food, diversify the power, diversify things, because that's what gives us security. When I, I remember not too long ago, we couldn't hardly buy spinach anywhere. And, and right now it's eggs because the spinach farm, the mega farm that was making the spinach had an E. coli outbreak and they took spinach off the shelves virtually in the entire country. You couldn't, you couldn't get spinach very easily just because it was one mega farm that suddenly had a, a health issue. And now with these egg issues, again and again, anytime you're getting into where you're doing everything together in one location, you become more vulnerable. Mm. Right to anything that ends up happening. Yeah. Whereas if you can diversify, it becomes less vulnerable, more stable. Oh, yeah. I, I got to admit, I haven't even noticed the spinach or eggs because I I get all my stuff from local as best as I can. And even, you know, saying that it sounds like I'm going to farms and whatnot, but, you know, a lot of the stores luckily around here supply, you know, local farms you know, eggs and, and vegetables, produce, things like that. So, yeah, I agree with you. We need to diversify. We need to, you know, create a situation where we're not so interdependent on each other in the ways that becomes, you know, sort of risky, right? We I think we're, we're sort of growing this network of interdependence as far as information which is why your ethics and your 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 goal of teaching people how to build this is really tremendous and <laughs> kind of counter to what you see in the average you know corporate world you know their whole thing is well if we have a good idea we're going to keep it for ourselves and and you know make the most money off of it another common sort of misnomer in our society is well if it's a good thing more of it can't hurt you right and and just before in our conversation you discussed how with Brown's gas, it's actually better to have less gas over a longer period of time rather than a bunch of gas all at once, right? And yes, maybe we can get in into that a little bit and, and how, you know, our whole idea of health is kind of, what's the word, gluttonous? You know, we have this sort of excess that we're always striving for when less is, is indeed more in, in most cases. Yes, and, and then... I, I'm really disappointed in the current health system that we have, more and more disappointed every day. And, I, and I'm sorry because there's a lot of good doctors out there that, that get into it because they want to help people heal. And, and, and that's what's in their heart. When they go to medical college, they're not in it for the money. They're in it because, <laughs> in fact, no amount of money could really compensate for the long hours that these people put in and all the work and dedication that they, that they had to do to get to their status. But unfortunately, the medical system has been co-opted about 100 years ago and, and since then has become perverted, uh, is, is the best word I think I could come up with, so that they, it's all about money and it's all about mitigating symptoms rather than healing disease. And so that all the tablets and pills that they, that they prescribe, are they get rid of the symptom, but they don't get rid of the underlying cause of what the problem is. And I can go on and on with that particular thing. I just wanted to say I'm disappointed to see that that is the way things went. And so instead of being of service and helping people heal and having the most healthful population you possibly can, 
you end up with one of the least health health actual healthful populations. People can survive by taking various drugs that mitigate symptoms, but it's not the kind of life. And all it's doing is pouring money into big pharma's pockets. And and it, I think I I think that's just wrong. I I don't know how to fix it, but that's just wrong. Agreed. Yeah, it's luckily becoming more apparent to people, especially after the last three years, you know, and and with shows like this becoming more available and more popular even, I think people are finding alternatives, you know, and, and yeah, it's it's really interesting, you know, I, I think there's a sort of there's a sort of thing going on with these fields like law and medicine where now we're hearing Oh, well, they're all going to be replaced by robots pretty soon because, you know, their jobs, it's all about, you know, this information that a computer, you know, could just store all that information. It just gets programmed in and you come up to the computer robot doctor and say, hey, I've got this problem. And it, you know, runs through a bunch of scenarios within five seconds and says, well, if you have this symptom, it could only be because of A, B, C, D or E. And then they probably just have like a built-in, you know, pill box that just shoots a pill at you and says, now move on. We got another appointment. I would yeah, not want to live in that world, but I think that's maybe what we're heading to. Yeah, the, the scanner will scan the, the code on your forehead <laughs> and take the money out of the central bank digital right. currencies out of your account. And right. Put it put it in the, the oligarch's uh, account. Oh, and man. so you're, you're just being a good little servant. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, they've got them at the grocery store, so pretty soon I'm sure they'll be in the in the emergency room. But yeah, it, it definitely feels like that's that's because whoever's behind that system. I don't want to say you know the ever present they that's always talked about on this show, but it does feel like they they're aware that humans have a conscious, humans have a soul, and you can only beat that down so much before people start to resist you know so who knows maybe doctors are waking up maybe there's a silent resistance going on we just don't know about it because you know these these people are they've spent how 15 20 years learning this stuff you know to make the money they're making and are they just going to throw it all away no but you go and tell them, hey, we're, we're replacing you with robots. Well, I think you're going to have yourself some more AquaCure customers when that happens. Because, hey, if you have an MD and you can't find work, why don't you get into the AquaCure sales? You know, I mean, why not? Have you had anybody from, you know, that realm get in touch with you? Are you in touch with any doctors who have used this product? Yes, many doctors are using the product and recommending it to their patients. Wonderful. Many. Wonderful. I'm, uh, I, I don't know if they're doing it publicly so much as uh, privately, but there it is definitely a, a trend. And I think that you are right that people that are in the system often know what's going on, but are, are protecting their job or whatever the case may be, because that, that's what they feel they have to do to survive on this planet. And I think that one of two things happens ultimately, either the civilization collapses, which has happened several times in the past, according to archaeological studies, or it, there's a revolution, which has also happened many times in the past. And the, the people take back their power, their power. The people have the power. They don't, they don't think they have because they've given it up, but they can take it back. 
Well said. Well, Dr. Wiseman, George, we're here. We're talking about this stuff. I think I think it's fascinating, you know, especially with this kind of overabundance of now invisible factors that are contributing to, you know, unhealth. It's it's about time we find something to boost that. But what do you what do you think about, you know, EMFs and cuz I've had a few people on recently that are interested in things like scalar energy and and frequencies. Uh, as an inventor, maybe this doesn't directly pertain to the AquaCure, but what are your thoughts on on devices that you know sort of alter the frequency? Because people are are starting to be concerned that we're kind of microwaving ourselves with Wi-Fi and all this stuff. Do you think there there's any any chance you'll you'll get into that? side of health at all ever already done tell me about it two things first of all the aquacure itself does have a variable frequency built right into it a cut a user adjustable frequency so you can adjust it and if somebody asks i i have a document that i put together i'm no frequency expert okay i and but i reference a bunch of expertise so people can take, get this document and see how to set their aquacure we're doing all kinds of rife or solegio or all these other kinds of frequencies that have, that have been out there and and they've learned how to mitigate disease or enhance health or all these kinds of things with with the frequencies and so the aquacure itself can do that shoot there was a there was the other side of that as well where you can infuse it into the gas and the water for health with the AquaCure and and what was the other thing you were talking about frequency and and Wi-Fi and and how Wi-Fi that's yeah. it thank you that reminds me okay so when you're inhaling the Brown's gas one of the things that it does is help the body be resistant and mitigate radiation damage if you have radiation damage it helps heal it very helps your body heal from radiation damage very quickly it's like any other burn essentially but if you are inhaling the Brown's gas there's a really good chance you won't get radiation damage in the first place. It prevents the damage. So when you when you have your, your cell phone next to your head and you're like eradicating your brain, <laughs> if you're doing the Brown's gas, the extra hydrogen in there prevents the damage from happening. Personal story. I went to a conference in Albuquerque, flying from Buffalo, and I was, by the time at all the air stuff was taking place. I, I was four hours at 30,000 feet. At 30,000 feet, the airplanes are suge- subjected to quite a bit more radiation than when you're at the surface level. And the person, pretty much when I got into the hotel in the open area there for the conference, they had a, a dark field mis- microscope set up. And I, I immediately went over there because I knew it was going to be there. And I had my blood tested. And the woman she had to believe me because she didn't want to call me a liar, but but had a lot of trouble believing that I had just been at 30,000 feet for four hours because she saw none of the radiation damage that she would normally see in the blood. It just didn't exist. So the fact that I was inhaling the Brown's gas gave me, even though I wasn't inhaling the Brown's gas on the actual flight, I inhale every day and there was enough of the mitigation hydrogen or whatever the case may be in my body that I didn't get the radiation damage that that all the other passengers and I'm sure the pilots and stewardesses and all of that have these issues because 
they're subjected to that as a as a lifestyle. Right. Well, hey, you can't smoke on airplanes anymore, so maybe we ought to get this in the atmosphere, the cabin atmosphere, a little a little Browns gas in there. Huh. That's a really good idea. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I'll float that one past some people occasionally and see what happens. Anybody? Think, <laughs> go ahead. Then we go back to this thing where you were talking about where the, you have this high-end environment where you can mm. put some browse gas in the air. And again, all you have to do is make sure that the hydrogen in the in the place where the people are is less than 2%, let's say, or less. And it'll be perfectly safe and everybody will benefit from the hydrogen. Yeah. It's a good idea. They're pretty much sealed capsules. Right. Well, and, and, you know, considering how often these pilots and stewardess and stewards are, are up there, I'm sure they would, you know, they would, it would probably save the airline some money on their insurance policies as well. So <laughs> I think all around, this is a, a, a great idea. Who knows if anyone listening works for Delta or one of these companies, maybe you can hook George and I up with some free sky miles and we can work out a cool deal. So I've never flown as an adult, so I don't know what that's like i heard that you you can kind of mitigate what do you call it jet lag by grounding you take your shoes off and walk on bare earth which you know considering what we're talking about today it sounds to me like the the browns gas is essentially doing that in in internally rather than you know it's sort of helping you ground let's say these free radical energies that would be up in the atmosphere and and emanating from a router or your computer even yeah that, that's right we're surrounded by electromagnetic fields that aren't natural mm. anymore mm. and unfortunately they didn't take tesla's advice and make the frequencies into healthful like specifically focus on healthful frequencies mm. which they could have mm. and still could if if somebody went back and, and started reconfiguring things uh, because eventually all the current stuff goes out of style. And if you started doing the new stuff, it would be in style. There's no reason why they couldn't use healthful frequencies instead of ones that are less healthful. But nevertheless, we're surrounded by these that aren't just the regular Schumann frequency of the planet and all these kind of things that we normally have around us at, for health and that our bodies are attuned to and, and developed for. And so, yes. We are damaging our bodies with, with these various electromagnetic frequencies, and but the Browns gas does seem to help mitigate that. Right. Now, I know the AquaCure takes distilled water. Is there a downside to possibly using spring water, you know, like, like from an actual spring, you know, out of the ground? Or would that just kind of gunk up your aquacure in the long run because of the, the minerals that are? Yeah, that's a really good question. In the aquacure itself, you do have to use distilled water, the purest water that you can get. Mm. Because when you split the water into hydrogen and oxygen, you don't want any extra gases. Like if you put tap water in there, there could be chlorine gas coming out. You right. don't want that, that kind of thing. In the spring water, you, you generally don't have those kind of gases, but you will have some minerals that then would plate out on the electrodes and, and cause problems in the electrolyzer. So as much as possible, you want to use pure water in the electrolyzer. You can drink, like when you put in the drinking water jar, you could possibly put your spring water in the drinking water jar. I still prefer to use distilled water even there because one thing that distilled water does is take minerals out of your body. Yes, that's absolutely true. 
And that's been an argument for not drinking distilled water. But what I say is it takes the bad minerals out as well as the good ones. So it helps the chelation of getting rid of what your body shouldn't have. And then I put the good minerals back in with my food and nutrition. Right. So my body over time isn't, isn't nutritionally deficient and still has all the good stuff, even though I've drank nothing but like for at least 97% of my fluid intake has been distilled water since 2001. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that, that seems to, to make a lot of sense. And I'll say as somebody who recently switched over to spring water, we're just sort of, we didn't realize that there was a spring so close and yeah, we just go over and fill it up and I don't know if it helps save on the bill or something, but but yeah, I don't have a distiller yet, and I feel like that is my my hurdle between using a Aquacure every day and and using one when I <laughs> when I can because you know it becomes quite a pain to load up on distilled water. So I do recommend folks listening get yourself that distiller. You actually offer one on your website and you can use the the promo code as well to to get the discount on that, I believe. But but yeah, I, I think that's really important that folks have that device as well to go along with the the AquaCure. It really will, will help you sort of streamline the process, right? Because you don't want to be leaving your AquaCure off for mid periods of times, right? You, you don't want to lapse on keeping it running. You want to, you, well, it you don't, but mainly because you you want the health benefits. Right, right. Like there's no sense having it just sitting there, not doing you any good. Right, right. <laughs> the distillers that I offer on the website, I, I did research into distillers several years ago. Like I knew how to distill water for as, almost as long as I'm alive, but people were asking me what kind of, and I could build my own distillers and people were asking what distiller I would recommend. So I did some research to find one I would recommend and I found this water lovers. And that's, so that's the one I, I sell. I, I, I liked it so much. I, I contacted the company and asked them if I could be a North American distributor. And they, they allow, they graciously allowed me to do that. And I think we've had a good relationship ever since. However, it is just over $400. And, and unfortunately there isn't a discount on that because <laughs> I'm, I'm restrained by the manufacturers to, how uh, how high or how low I can get the price. Right. And so there's manufacturer's prices. So we get the situation where uh, any distiller can do the job, uh, good enough for the AquaCure. And you can buy distillers on Amazon or eBay or, or uh, even in stores that are somewhere over $100. You can, you can get one that's that low and still do okay if you, and get really pure water, if you, throw away the first half a cup that comes out of the electrolyzer. In other words, you're boiling the water in the first little bit. That that contains the, what I call the pre-distillation elements. So there's things in the water that boil before water, and those would come out and that and contain in, in that. And then before the tank, and then put the distiller on a timer, because it, generally the distillers take about the same amount of time all the time. We'll put it on a timer. So that it shuts off the distiller before it's finished. So there's still some liquid, maybe a half a cup, still in the tank, in the boiling tank. Because if you boil it dry, a lot of the heavy ends will get out into your distilled water as well. Mm-hmm. So you can get really pure distilled water if you throw away the first little bit and then shut off the distiller before it ends. The AquaCure, sorry, the water lovers 
distiller does that. It has a built-in sensor so that it doesn't allow the boiling tank to actually boil dry. Oh, things like that. And, okay. and it's as far as I could see, it was like a $1,500 distiller that they were selling for, at that point, less than, than $400. The price has risen some mm. in the last little while. But that So that's why I recommended it. And, and it has a lot of sensors, a lot of safety. I, I really like them. I, my particular, I have three of them running in my house and shop. They, they make three or four gallons a day each. So a person goes through a lot of distilled water, even just a regular household. Because if you think of it, each adult should be drinking a couple of quarts of water per day each. So even if that's just a gallon, that's two runs of the distiller, which makes approximately three quarts per, per cycle of the water lovers. Right. And so it, the distillers would run pretty constantly, but they pay for themselves too, because the, they cost about a quarter of, as much to make your own distilled water as it does to buy it even at Walmart. You buy the distilled water in Walmart, and the distilled water that you buy in a store may not be all that pure. It may have plastic in it like, because it's been distilled in a plastic container. It may have oils in it. They don't test for that. They, they test for total dissolved solids, which show up on a TDS meter, but oil doesn't show up on a TDS meter. It's not an ionizable material. So it, And the oils plug up the electrolyzer, so like the Aquacure. So wow. you got to watch when you're doing your, because oil combined with lye makes soap. Yeah. And, and then the soap plugs up the machine. So it's good to get really pure water. So that was a good recommendation to get the distiller as well for the convenience, for the cost, mm. for the efficiency of everything. Well, and I'm glad I, I brought it up because A, you corrected me about the, the promo code. I appreciate that. And, and B, I, I wasn't aware of how well, detail this distillation processes and, and what to look out for, especially the oils. I wasn't aware of that either. Now, I was going to ask you when it comes to distilled water, the the byproduct is essentially supposed to be 99%, you know, water, right? And maybe like a little bit of particulates that didn't make their way out of that process. But when it comes to the water we're using initially, from tap water to spring water to now bottled water, you know, would you recommend tap or spring over, the, you know, bottled water? Like, would oil not be distilled? Would that make its way through? I mean, the the distillation yeah, process or this is this comes where the oil generally shoot. I don't remember if it boils before or after the water, but either way, if you do what I'm talking about, it gets rid of the oils. Mm in the water okay one of the big problems with distilled water you buy from the store is a lot of it is ozonated they do that for helping get rid of the bacteria whatever the case may be but ozone <clears throat> if you if you use it to drink ozonated water it'll feel really rough in the throat it'll cause a sore throat because the ozone will it oxidizes it it, it. so what you'll want to do in that case is boil the water I know you got distilled water. It's already been boiled, but they put the ozone in it. Mm. And as soon as you boil the water, it takes out all gases. So that was an additional thing. You want to make sure there's no ozone in the water. Sometimes the water jug will say ozonated. Sometimes it won't. Sometimes it is and not labeled because they actually don't have to label that there's ozone in the water legally. Wow. So they, they just, just watch and that sort of thing. As far as which water to put in the machine itself, always distilled. Right. right, but to drink, well, and maybe I, I should. I wouldn't drink tap water except in an emergency. Yeah. It, it just. 
I understand. I, maybe I should clarify my question. I guess the question was, it doesn't necessarily matter what water you're using because once it's distilled, it's good to go. Ooh. Yes, right. right. Uh, putting in putting in the distiller, it doesn't matter. You can put muddy, dirty water in out of a mud puddle in the distiller, and all you have to do is clean the mud out of the tank once the water is gone. But mm. yes, absolutely. Okay. You can use any water in the distiller. You can use tap water. In fact, a lot of people do. <clears throat> Yeah, I just use tap water in my distiller and and then get the distilled water. I, I used to use RO water in the distiller because the reverse osmosis takes out some of the minerals already, but it's not as pure as distilled. So I was still distilling even my reverse osmosis water, but I don't bother anymore. I just put the uh, uh, direct tap water into the machine and it gets rid of the fluoride and chlorine and all those kind of things. It's just straight water that, that is in my glass drinking jug so that I can use use the distilled water, the pure water. Yes. Right on. Well, George, I have so many more questions to, to ask you. I know we can't spend all day here, so I'll give you the floor to to say whatever you'd like to to wrap up here. Obviously people can go to eagle research dot net dot com. No, dot, Sorry, dot com. So dot life. Ah, dot life as well, right? And, and the and we're and we're kind of phasing that one over into the aquacure dot life. Okay, okay. So that everything it that was eagle hyphen research dot life is now being phased over into aquacure dot life as part of our all reorganization in that in that kind of thing. Now the eagle hyphen research dot com website is still the main website, but I have all my energy related and fuel saver related and all those other innovations over there. So we we took everything that was Browns Gas for Health related and put it over into the eagle-research.life website, which is now turning over into the aquacure.life website. And gradually, the in fact, if you go to the eagle-research.life website right now, it'll just automatically redirect you to aquacure.life. Okay. So I also wanted to mention that, and if you go there, you can buy the aquacure from the aquacure.life website, but it'll redirect you back over to the eagle-research.com e-store to actually purchase it. And then people get their user profiles there and everything like that. But anything you want to learn about Aquacure for Health, Brownscast for Health, you can see at the aquacure.life website. I, I wanted to mention, because of a question you asked, what's the difference between hydrogen and brown's gas? And the brown's gas is hydrogen. So as far as that goes, we're running neck and neck. They're both the same. Brown's gas is mostly hydrogen but it also has the electrically expanded water. So on the aquacure.life website, there is what is Brown's gas in the frequently asked questions. And you can see that it, it has the expanded water, which is essentially the cold plasma form of water, extra electrons. And that's the same as drinking the electrons would be the same as grounding yourself, walking in the sand. What you're doing is gathering electrons from the earth. And a lot of this tends and and electromagnetic modalities that they're using are adding electrons to the body. Even aqua, aquapuncture, sorry, aquapuncture? No, not aquapuncture. Acupuncture. Acupuncture. It's all right. You got aquacure on the mind. I, I don't blame yes. you. <laughs> on the mind. That's right. So even acupuncture, they're, they're essentially setting up little antennas that, that gather the energy field of your body or around you that put electrons into the various systems. So it's all about those electrons when you're doing the Brown's gas. And I want to specifically mention 
that there are hydrogen machines out there that that have a membrane that put a hydrogen out one hose and oxygen out the other hose, and then they combine the two after production, and they call that Brown's gas. That is not Brown's gas, because any electrolyzer that has a membrane in the middle cannot make the electrically expanded water because you're interrupting this electron bridge that I was talking about before. It's interrupted, so you can't have the electrons being stuffed into the water. You will never have the electrically expanded water on an electrolyzer that has a membrane. So any electrolyzer that's making hydrogen, pure hydrogen and pure oxygen, they have a membrane of one kind or another, and when they combine it together again, they, they do make oxyhydrogen, but it's not Brown's gas because it doesn't have the electrically expanded water. Very interesting. Now, has has there been a uh, like a study that maybe conflates the two and and that's why maybe I, I can see how you know this oxy hydrogen and brown's gas could probably be confused for one another and then someone would say oh see no this the brown's gas doesn't work oxy hydrogen doesn't have those properties meanwhile they're not you know thinking from this perspective they're just trying to go and, and debunk things have you en- encountered that Mostly they're just making the assumption mm. that electrolyzer, Brown's gas electrolyzer is mostly hydrogen and oxygen. So it's the same as if you just recombine the gases. Mm. They're just assuming. Okay. The actual science is proving that to be invalid or incorrect. The actual science, like I discussed with the electrically expanded water, where we could show the easy, the easy gel, the exclusion zone gel, increasing with the Brown's gas, but not the hydrogen. We're showing all these different kinds of where we can show the wound seal faster with the Brown's gas than the hydrogen. We're showing that the Brown's gas has this extra element of efficacy that the that just the hydrogen oxygen mixtures do not. Mm-hmm. Now, I noticed there's something here called the Castle Project. This is something in the works. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, thank you for bringing it up. My late wife. Amazing woman that she was. She was a Montessori school administrator, that sort of thing. So you can see she 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 really had it together. Mm. And she was a multimedia artist. And her plan was to have a castle that essentially had two wings. One was for the artist people, and one was for the inventor people like me, who worked in the physical energies. And then she was working in, I, I can't exactly call it metaphysical energies, but the the, the innovations of artistry. And so over there, you'd have painting and music and, and, uh, and wordsmithing and all these kind of things over there. And over on my side, we'd be making the Brown's gas machines and the gravity wheels and the fuel savers and, and that kind of thing. So that was the plan that she had. And unfortunately, I, and you've done your research. I could see you coming up with that. But the castle project died with my late wife. I'm sorry to say. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I didn't mean to to bring that up, but but yeah, no, okay. it sounded it's a, very it's a beautiful sound- thing. And yeah. there's and there is people out there doing similar things now. Well, and that's contacted me. Yeah, yes. that's what inspired me because you know on this show we talk to so many amazing people, and it really feels like this uh, this castle is being formed. So maybe your late wife is up there, sort of you know waving her magic wand around and and lining things up. God bless her and. And God yes. bless you, George, because you're doing really amazing work. And I want people to go to aquacure.life. That's the new website, the better website. And and check it out. I mean, start with the testimonials. There's a bunch of them here, written, 
even video testimonials. And uh, yeah, you're you're on an amazing mission, George. I really appreciate you joining me here again. And uh, you know, I hope everybody listening goes on to aquacure.life and and picks up an aquacure. Try it out. See what happens. It, it, it's life changing. I really appreciate being here. And like I say, I love your show. I think my family thinks I'm crazy is one of the best <laughs> things. Is my family has thought I was crazy from the from the start. So I found my niche and and, and peeps. Well, you know what? You definitely did. And I think what's so great is you're creating a device that could possibly win some of our credit back, right? I think my family's going to think I'm less crazy when they see how amazing this AquaCure is, especially my, my father's parents who just moved back to Connecticut from Florida. So I'm excited to to bring this over to their house and let them try it because because yeah they were they were out of reach for a while and now they're back so I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm going to zero in on them I'm going to convince them to try it whether it's the water or the gas and and we'll see cuz cuz yeah they definitely could could use it for sure but I love it I hope this mission continues, George, and for everybody tuning in, please go to aquacure.life. Make sure you use that promo code MFTIC at checkout and let us know. Get in touch with me here on the show, and I will read your testimonial on the air, and I'll definitely pass it on to George. You can send it right to George, I'm sure, through aquacure.life. But yeah, amazing show as always, George. I really love having you on the show, and I want to Thank you again, and tell everybody listening, thank you for tuning in, and immerse yourself in the moment wherever you are in the now. And that is our conversation with George Wiseman. I think I accidentally called him Dr. George Wiseman. He's not a doctor, uh, but he was kind enough uh, not to correct me there. Uh, he corrected me when I said you could use the promo code for the distiller. You cannot do that. Uh, like he said, that is the distiller that he recommends. It's not the only distiller that you need to use with the Aqua Cure. So if you want to save a little bit, on that part of the equation, feel free to shop around for a different distiller. But I cannot recommend the AquaCure enough, folks. Please go to eagleresearch.com and check it out. Uh, the website soon will be changed to aquacure.life. So if you're listening to this in the future, just go to aquacure.life. Both links work right now, but I'm sure... Pretty soon, it'll just be aquacure.life. So go and check that out. The Aquacure is available, the model AC50. You could pick it up today and you'll save a whopping 20% off at checkout when you use our promo code MFTIC. And you'll be supporting the show. Uh, all of the money that you save, I get a cut of that. And it's actually really... Uh, incredible um, how many people have picked up an AquaCure after George's first appearance on this show. So thank you to everyone who used the promo code previously. 
uh, to pick up their aqua cure and uh yeah please get in touch with me and uh send me your testimonial i'd love to know what your experience is with the aqua cure and if you have already sent it to me well just forward it because i think i forgot uh to to pull those up and i i did not remember exactly where those went to so just email me at mftic that's the acronym of the podcast title my family thinks i'm crazy mftic podcast at gmail.com and of course if you are a patreon or substack supporter uh, your messages get straight to the front of the list i always respond and get back to everybody who supports this show so if you want to support the show be a part of the community you get access to a private telegram chat with just the supporters if you are a supporter and you're not in that yet just uh go and double check it should be there on substack and patreon it's posted and uh yeah thank you for being here thank you for tuning in please do go and check out all of our bonus content whether it's on patreon substack or rockfin if you like the video version of the show you can get all of our episodes on rockfin plus a whole bunch more uh, from a whole bunch of really great creators like well sam tripoli you may have heard me mentioned on the recent episode of broken simulation Uh, I did not sabotage Tinfoil Hat, despite the propaganda you might hear from Johnny Woodard and Sam Tripoli. But that's okay. That's okay. We don't need any podcast wars. Uh, I don't think that could really uh, happen because I would get crushed by Tinfoil Hat. I've seen the numbers. Tinfoil Hat is skyrocketing uh, leagues above this show. So... Share the show with a friend. Uh, share show, share the show, whether it's my show or Sam's show, and leave us a five-star rating and review. It helps it helps more people find the show. Uh, after our Dr. Joseph Farrell episode, we were in the top ten for a little bit in the philosophy category, so uh, hopefully we got some new people on board. Usually that helps when we get up there in the top 10 so shout out to all the new listeners and i really hope that more people tag on to this because the synchro mystic exploration of the ever expanding now edition 3 is available on the ko-fi store you can go to ko-fi.com slash mfti i'm sorry co-fi.com slash my family thinks I'm crazy that's my ko-fi store you can buy the first three pdfs there if you've already bought the first two pick up the third if you like the third you don't necessarily need the first two to understand what's going on in the third Uh, this is an architecture history uh, symbolism uh, secret societies all of it mixed into one focusing on a very strange place called well i'll call it new hermopolis so if you want to learn more about that the link is right there in the description of this episode so go and check that out and uh, i gotta give a big shout out to our sponsor the hit kit shout out to hit kit this is an american made american owned company nothing is 
exported or imported, okay? It's all made in-house. This guy is a whiz. He's a brainiac. He's over there in the laboratory cooking up hit kit designs, okay? And you can get your own custom hit kit design. Recently, I got MFTIC custom emblazed uh, right on the side of this really sweet hit kit. It's a uh, very interesting design. I like it. It's, it's a lot different than the other hit kits that he has offered in the past with the more like wood texture look. This one is uh, totally different. So go and check it out. The Hit Kit on Instagram or hitkit.us. Use the promo code CRAZY between now and 420 and save 25% at checkout. Look at that. You can save 20% on the AquaCure. Use that promo code MFTIC. And if you're interested in the Hit Kit, use the promo code CRAZY and get 25% off. We're just ringing in spring with deals 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 look at that we got some easter eggs for all of you wonderful people who stick around to the end of the show and listen to me ramble on in the outro i really appreciate all of you and i think that's it for today's episode look forward to another episode this friday and uh it's gonna be a good one so Stick around and immerse yourself in the moment wherever you are in the now. My family thinks so crazy. Baby, baby, baby. Maybe, maybe. I'm a little extra terrestrial. Trying to stay human in a cesspool of professionals. But I confess too much off of the tongue. All my aunties and my uncles shield the ears of the young. I be saying shit and they don't know where it's coming from. And like a hundred years, we went saw a bomb before guns. Check the facts, check the fed, check the stars Stanley Mines was murked for a water fuel cell car They each they own, you can stick with your old ways But eat the rich, you drink the motherfucking Kool-Aid And I can see the red on your lip stain White skin, blue collar, pure American made Fuck it, you can keep your blood soaked heritage And run the soul off the moon landed narrative Yeah, my girl thinks that I'm embarrassing My folks think I'm nuts, but never question the parenting Stuck in bed, so my boss thinks I'm lazy Connecting dots, but it's all kinda hazy The morning in the net, feeling like I'm Dick Tracy My pack thinks I'm on American and shady Yeah, I'm feeling unhinged lately Encounters of the fifth kind on the daily You could tell me that the president's an alien It wouldn't phase me My family thinks I'm crazy Think that I'm off in the deep end One too many Netflix docs on the weekends But check the budget for a military defense Tell me we ain't scared of something not within reason Steel beams, another 1492 And 9-11 was the red, white, and blue And you be lit off the floor, I ain't got a clue All your dreams just shit on a Rockefeller shoes Don't believe a damn thing a politician ever said Ain't one brick left to go up in the Fed They still got bricks of cocaine to make crack Oxy's killing the working class, FDA's whack Talking like this, got kids talking behind backs Too much to unpack, so they talk smack And I'm just trying to converse with my clan But it ain't fan, so I'm here setting up camp Stuck in bed, so my boss thinks I'm lazy Connecting dots, but it's all kinda hazy Good morning in the net, feeling like I'm Dick Tracy My pack thinks I'm un-American and shady 
Yeah, I'm feeling unhinged lately. Encounters of the fifth kind on the daily. You could tell me that the president's an alien, it wouldn't phase me. My family thinks I'm crazy. Anything out, so you know, maybe I 